Hi, I am Meg. And I'm Purdy. And we are your self-growth mentors. Welcome to Project Friend. Project Friend can be compared to meeting up with two of your most supportive friends. We are big advocates of empowerment, self-growth and connection. And we are here to guide and support you every step of your self-growth journey. So here is to going from surviving to thriving, to living the life you desire to have and fulfilling your full potential. Let's dive straight in. La la la. La la la. I'm not adulting today. So we haven't even actually said hello. We're just like, dude, adults, hi. <laughs> no, this is us always. And we haven't seen each other in a while. How are you? I'm really tired. So I feel like this is a very apt topic for today. So two tired adults. Two tired. Maybe that's what being an adult means. You're tired. Have we just solved this whole conundrum in like two seconds? We have. So that's it, kids. That's it for today's yeah. podcast. Bye. <laughs> We're going to have a nap. <laughs> Imagine. I've had the strangest week. Do you ever just have those moments where you find yourself in situations and you're like, what the hell am I doing here? I know we used to find ourselves in situations like this when we were in Longstreet together. But does it still happen to you? Are you really being long street into this so early into the pod? <laughs> um, so from a, do you mean from a physical point of view, like standing there going like, what am I doing here? Because from the other point of view, as in like the adulting point of view, most definitely. I am temp working at Renewable Energy Startup Company currently. That's just for the podcast. I know that you know that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that laugh was very loud. Let me take my mic away. <laughs> they came into the workshop and was like, everybody come, we need all your help. And all of these like really cute gangly nerds all gathered around and we all got into a car and we like drove down the road and we got to this other massive warehouse and there's like levers and winches and there's a crane and there's a forklift. And I'm like, 100% how did you get yourself into that situation? <laughs> I'm like, what, what am I doing here? Does anyone know what I'm doing here? Like, it was just the most bizarre situation I've been in. I was like, I really want to be helpful, but I really don't think I'm qualified for this. I think it's also one of those situations where you're part of the horde that's like, everybody's just getting in and everybody's off, shipped off, and everybody's standing there trying to build this, and you're going, how am I part of this crowd? And that, kids, is how is that in adulting, when you agree to things that you don't actually know what the heck you're doing... That is the basic umbrella term of adulting. Like, do we really, in, does, do any of us know what we're doing? No. But you know what you do do? Tell me. You smile and you look like you know what you're doing. That is something that you don't get taught. But that is one of the biggest tricks that I think going through my 20s is fake it until you make it. And I don't mean fake it as in be a fake <laughs> human, but as in, listen, before you even believe you can do it, pitch up, take the job and crack on with it and smile as though you know exactly what you're doing and it's likely that people do think you know what you're doing and it's likely they think you're doing a great job of it too me and my hot pink tackies <laughs> looking all keen yeah <laughs> day one clipboard makes notes <laughs> you want us to covered in resin done and dusted. done and dusted i got you back don't worry about it i got it what is resin <laughs> google what is resin <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many adults spend their time on Google asking Google questions. Like Google is our godfather in some sense. Like fairy, I don't think I'd ever say that out loud. Fairy godmother father. Hashtag no pronoun. <laughs> 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 
I was like, I just about got cancelled what I just said. Yes, you're right. Google is not a godfather, mother. What's it's a, a fairy. A, a fairy. A mentor. Google is our mentor. <laughs> Wowzers, this is tricky. So Google's our mentor. And honestly, how many people go on to Google to Google? How do you? Mm. Can you recall anything that you've Googled that you think is probably quite ridiculous in terms of you should know how? So I, I always Google my spelling. So my Google history is just strange. They or they, two or two. <laughs> so my Google's like, oh, I'm not a spell check on. So today we're talking about being an adult. In case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah, in case you're wondering what the hell we're we going on about. But so I actually did think about this and I was like, I don't actually know the answer. So I did dial up, what do we call Google? mentor google what does it mean to be an adult and some of the answers i got were so hilarious i want to read them to you i'm so intrigued please read them so apparently you're an adult if you stop gossiping especially if you're men and i thought that was very interesting because i thought women gossip more than men but also why would you be more adult if you stopped gossiping i can understand from like an emotional maturity point of view or being less childish in that way but I mean, and not according to Desperate Housewives, because that's all they do, apparently. So the show, I'm meaning not the Desperate Housewives out there. Yeah, that's a funny one. Okay. Another one would be you start hating your life, but you accept it the way it is. And I thought that was very interesting. Interesting, but also awful, because I think there's this random moment in an adult's life and I might just be talking about my week or not maybe (laughs) maybe not but there's this random week in your life or this random moment where I think you suddenly look around and like everything just kind of carries on but you stop and in that moment you're going what the heck am I doing and then the second thing you're thinking is and if this is what I'm doing is this it is this is this my life is this it is this all that i have and what i don't like about that though is this thought that that is the reality and that you're not going to change that reality well that's what the next the next point says uh, you start hating your life but you change the way it is only to hate it again <laughs> so whoever wrote these things are hell of a pessimistic <laughs> to be honest saying. i think there's quite a lot of humor going on in this as well because people are rebelling <laughs> against being an adult I mean, you're not going to go on and try and enter answers into Google if you're in a good mood. Let's be honest. No, (laughs) true. So another one would be, you don't throw yourself at the car horn the next nanosecond the traffic signal turns green. Well, in that case, I'm out. That's it for me today. I'm not an adult. (laughs) I used to have the world's worst road rage. I used to want to press other people's hooters if I was the passenger. I actually did with Margaret and she shouted at me. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say, I told the story where I used to drive us around and you thought it was because I was being a kind friend, but actually it was because of your road rage. (laughs) I'm joking. this is an intervention (laughs) no it wasn't oh it is so funny so another one would be you're excited about learning something new which um, i don't know if that's solely an adult thing i agree with you i don't think that's just an adult thing and in fact i would say like most adults are learning quite a lot every millisecond of the day and that's why it's called adulting and they're probably more keen about the more boring stuff in life like going to bed at eight on a friday night than learning something new yes i am such a in bed by like nine on a friday that is my jam and there's no shame in it i actually love that about myself that i'm now happy to not be partying 
party. Party. Parting ways. Part- party. Parting. Parting. You see, we're so old, we can't even say the word. <laughs> Just remind me while I remove the cobwebs off that word. So the last one is being an adult means taking responsibility for your own life. Willingly or being forced to do that. <laughs> You, I think you kind of forced into taking responsibility. So yes, being an adult, you leave school and then it's like, well, off you go. Fly. Fly with no wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> off you go. Um, so I think it's safe to say that we're all trying to figure out this adulting thing and that we know nobody really knows what adulting is. I think, you know, when it comes to responsibility as well, a lot of children are forced into responsibility. So they're having to adult from a very young age and having to step into the adult role from a very young age. And then you also get adults who never really take accountability for their actions, if that is part of this definition. And so are you ever truly an adult? But I think what is really interesting about that is when you are an adult, you are then seen to be able to make the correct choice and make the right decision that's not true that's not true and so you're being trialed according to somebody that can make the right choice or that should be making the right choice and that is so dependent on your circumstances how you've been brought up what you've been taught so is it truly adulting i don't in my opinion i would say no it's not if i think of us i also think of you know, being in boarding school from a very young age. So I was in boarding school since the age of seven. And if I look at my five-year-olds that I teach now, and I compare that to the five-year-old that was preparing for boarding school or the seven-year-old that was in boarding school, I had to become very responsible from a very, very, very young age. And although I'm very grateful for my experiences and the friends I made and some of the really great memories, I can recall having to do things that children now I don't think would be able to do on their own so I definitely think in that way if it is down to responsibility then I was an adult since I was seven hey that means I'm probably a granny now (laughs) (laughs) but you like to drive fast so So I'm not (laughs) do you think boarding school in some ways made us very responsible from a younger age yeah so I started boarding school five turning six and when I was in boarding school, there were still people in, in my year that were wetting the bed. Mm-hmm. We were young. And you you got up when the bell rang and you made your bed and you put on your clothes and you went here and you went there and you got back. Polished your shoes. Polished your shoes, tidied your room. If you just didn't brush your teeth, you just didn't brush your teeth. There was no one lording over you making sure you did it. I can recall the very first day of being dropped off at boarding house and... I just recall this memory so, it's not even vivid, it's so clearly, and it's crazy that I remember this so clearly, but I recall my parents putting my bags down and my big suitcases, and they were busy unpacking some of my things for me, and one of the girls came and she grabbed me and we ran outside and she just wanted to play, and I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, it's like, I was already thinking, like, this, <laughs> am I stuck here with this? This girl? is wild. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> and then another girl came outside and we were playing together. At the time, one of the moms was like, she's going to take us out for a milkshake and then she'll drop us off. That will be the the goodbye. But she didn't say that. That was, I think, her intention at the time. And so we went out for the milkshake and then we came back and I remember this girl going to her mom and going, okay, I've had fun. I'm ready to go home. And I remember her her saying to us, okay, so we are all going home, but you guys are staying here. And I remember thinking like, what? 
like I knew but in that moment it was like the reality of like you're not taking us with like you're leaving us here it's actually quite crazy if you put it like that there's a teacher I teach with who went to the same school as us and she was in boarding school but she's a lot older and she was telling me a story about how she never used to shower and then she'd get home (laughs) then her mom would be like did you shower this week and she's like no and then she says her mom would bath her and like the world the whole week's dust would come off So you could choose. You could be responsible, but you could also choose to get away with not being responsible. Yeah, you could just not bathroom. Nobody's going to stop you. I always laugh at my class's perception of being an adult. What do they think being an adult means? Well, they ask me very interesting questions. Like there was a day where they asked me, what, are you an adult? So I said, I am an adult. How come? And they were like, but where are your parents? So I said, well, they live on the farm. I've told you about the farm. And they're like, but why don't you live with them? So I was like, well, because I'm an adult. And then they were like, they sat and they thought about it. And they were like, but why aren't you engaged? Not even married, engaged. (laughs) So I was like, well, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't actually know how to answer that. So I said to them, well, I haven't met my person yet. And they were like, are you an adult when you meet your person? So I was like, wow, you're asking me really good, deep questions. But from a child's perspective. I can understand how. it's so confusing from their perception then when I say I'm going home to my parents I cannot believe that I like that I have parents in some ways it's so interesting I know and so I told them when I was going home for the holidays I was like I'm so excited to be a child again and they were like what their faces just like lit up and I was like when I go home I get to be like you and they were like what do you mean and I was like I get to act like you. So, you know, I always tell you, like, pick up your shoes, go and pack your bags. That's what my parents get to do to me. And I can leave my cup around and my mom will say, don't forget to put your cup in the sink. And I was, like, trying to get more of a more reaction of them, like, actually realizing that I, too, am actually a child. I'm a child to my parents as much as I'm an adult. And their mind was, like, blown. They had such a, like, sparkle in their eyes. I think they were so excited to, like picture me being a child (laughs) Uh, what I was trying to make sure is that they also know that I am responsible and I do take care of you and I will make responsible decisions for you but I'm also also trying to figure this thing out and I'm also making mistakes and I also don't quite know what I'm doing I think that's a definition of adulting you're an adult adulting is teaching children about being an adult when you don't know how to adult yourself I think being an adult is admitting you have no idea what the hell you do. True. That's the first step in realizing. First step is to realize you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> I have to add this, and I don't know if it will be within context, but we were learning about space, and we had show and tell today. And one of the boys brought a picture of his granny. He's like, my granny's in heaven. So when I thought of space, I thought of heaven. So I was like, okay. And then another girl was like, why is your granny in heaven? And then I was like, okay, Felicia, we're not going there on a Friday afternoon. We're not aboard system immediately. And then this little boy looks at me and he goes, my dad told me one day we're all going to be dead. And I'm like, no. And then it got worse because we read a space book. And in the space book, it said, did you know that the, the sun is not always going to be around in five thousand million years there will be no sun and then there was this panic and then I started panicking because I was like what (laughs) like I'm trying to picture myself as if I'm gonna live five thousand million years I'm trying to picture myself without sun I'm like Purdy and I talk about not having no sunshine all the time so we all went into this 
crisis, like this life crisis, and then the one boy was like, are we still going to be here when there's no sun? So then... You're like, oh no. So I was like, don't worry guys, it's 5,000 million years. We don't even need to worry about it. So this boy says, don't worry about it, we're all going to be dead then. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> system i'm done i can't do this anymore. and then i'm like i don't know if it's better to not know like to know that we won't be around for the sun not shining or to just pretend like we're not gonna have that discussion because quite frankly i didn't want to picture us all being not being around either not on a friday do you feel like an adult no <laughs> that's my answer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because you're an adult you don't need to Tell me anything further. That's your answer. Yeah, no. I went to the grocery store in my pajamas today. People are doing that more and more since COVID. I think it's a vibe. To be fair, they don't look like pajamas, but I know they're pajamas. And I'm like, haha, cycling down the road in my pajamas. I'm like, look at me go. I'm adulting today. They see me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> they like it. I can just picture you living your life, your best life. <laughs> on my bicycle and my pajamas. That's a. Do you feel like an adult? Some days. So with what we've just spoken about from a class perspective and within my career, and you could probably agree on that aspect of your career as well. True. I find that when you're in a career where you're giving advice or modeling some sort of adult behavior or no, not behavior, but adult choices, I would say, you do have a sense of having to be responsible, talk to people about making responsible choices. So in that way, I can feel like an adult, but I definitely don't feel the age I am when it comes to the definition of the age I should be as an adult. Listen, when you meet me in my mismatched socks, you'll realize very quickly, I do love a mature conversation, but I also love letting my hair loose and having fun and being really childish and ridiculous, like you can tell on this podcast. Like, we are ridiculous some days. How are we 31? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Time. That is how time works. That's the answer to that question. (laughs) Can I quickly ask you something? Yeah. I think when it comes to adulting, there's certain aspects that you miss. Is there anything that you miss about being a child? I miss there just always being food in the house. Hashtag all the mothers who grocery shop, good on you. I think also like never having to plan anything as a kid. You never plan anything. You're kind of just like stuck in the car, driven around, you're going here, you're going there, and you're like, (laughs) okay, is there going to be food? Yes, okay, I'm coming. (laughs) You get wrapped up in the car seat, wrapped up in a blanket, you get fed, and what a joy. Is anything you miss? I think, like you said, the things that you take for granted, and you only realize those things when you're an adult, because suddenly you are the one that's waiting for payday, and you are the one buying the grocery um, shopping, and you are the one that's like, I don't feel like cooking tonight. You weren't having to make these big decisions, I think. You had what we we thought were adults that knew what they were doing making your decisions and now that we're adults we're like well maybe adults don't know what they're doing (laughs) yeah I love that word decisions because that actually kind of what it comes down to at the end of the day and being able to make the right decision would be due to experience maturity so that to me is like a more wholesome sort of definition yeah I totally agree so what was the moment you knew you were an adult in our last year of school and I can recall being really hungry which is a very um, normal for a child (laughs) in a boarding house and the matric girls really wanted to go and have some KFC or some takeout of some sorts and I went and kind of walked up to who our um, hostel mom was at the time and I was like 
we would really love some KFC tonight. Is there any way we could order some KFC? And she was like, of course, just hold on a second. And then her husband came out with the, key, the car keys and he said, you can take the girls to KFC. And then I got in the car and I went with all the, with all the, the matric girls. We all got in the car. And I remember while I was driving to KFC going, like, how is this happening? How am I driving the matric girls? And the level, now that I'm thinking about it, like the level of trust for them to give me those keys. I remember stalling. Sorry if they're listening to this. Not that I think <laughs> they would be. But what a joy. We put the music loud. We were singing. It was a feeling of like being trusted. But I can remember my big transition. And my parents were always really amazing at this. They spoke me through every step of the transition. So they would say, okay, so you're going to go to varsity and we are going to support you in this way. And then we will we are prepared to pay this, but we're not going to pay this. So you can choose what you do with this amount. So always spoke me through sort of how much they're going to contribute or support me and how much they're not going to, what they are willing to do and how long that will last and what they're not willing to do. And what I think is great about that is I don't think a lot of people go into their out-of-school adulting without being supported for years Yeah. and expecting that support. So you don't really, you're not forced into adulthood. Whereas my parents really wanted me to realize like you're now at the place where we've brought you up, we've done all we can and now you need to go and make those decisions and take on life. And as much as they supported me, they wanted me to make my own decisions. But my dad, who's quite sentimental and a really good writer, before I left, he wrote a letter of tips for when I go to varsity. Amazing. I can recall some of what he wrote on it. And it was like, this is what your allowance is going to be. You can spend it on this and this and this. And with the rest, go and enjoy it and make the most out of your opportunity. This is how you fix a tire when your wheel goes flat. Don't forget you need to service your car every year. Um, Check your oil and water. So it was like life tips that I think every adult doesn't get taught at school, but needs to know. That's incredible. So just amazing, amazing tips. That letter to me was like, this is me. This is me making the appointments. It's me getting in touch with the car service dealership. It's me paying my taxes. What is that even? Nobody teaches us about that. So I find it so interesting. I think almost that different people are pushed into being adults in different ways. I think for some, like you were led into it very like gently and, and they prepared you very much for what to expect. I think some other people are kind of like just pushed into it and they just land in hot water and they suddenly have to sink or swim. And I think some people are so coddled that they actually just never get there. One thing about adulting, that was a great joy, was getting my first paycheck. I remember the feeling, and although it didn't last as long, or the reality of it didn't last as long as one would think a paycheck would, because it doesn't, it wouldn't run out in the month, would it? Well, that reality was a quick reality check, but it was such a great joy to be able to like work and earn money, like I had seen my parents doing for their life. So what did you do with your first paycheck? So my first paycheck was, I was an intern, so it was my first intern paycheck. So I was still getting supported by my parents. So it wasn't a massive amount of money, but it was the first time I'd ever earned my own money. And worst decision of my life. I went... (laughs) Oh no, what did you do? So I, I was in a shopping mall and there was like this oriental shop and I went in and there was this beautiful room divider, but like ornately carved 
like four paneled room divider. And I was like, I love it. And oh, I want it. The enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm done. A board system. And I was like, you know, I'm bringing my own money. This is so nice. I'd love to make it a headboard by my bed. So I bought it. It was quite expensive. Not my whole intern salary, but it was quite expensive. And then they're like, okay, you can take it. I was like, okay, great. And I went <laughs> to pick it up. I couldn't pick it up. It was so heavy. So they got their son who, who was working in the shop to put, help me put in a trolley and wheel it to my car. And then and what? It wouldn't fit in. And then I was like, crap, how do I get this home? <laughs> <laughs> so eventually like, we shoved it in, but it, half of its head was hanging over the driver's seat. Oh. seat. So my head was like squashed <laughs> against the glass with this like room divider foot coming here. I eventually got home. Didn't know how I wasn't stopped by the traffic police because it was ridiculous. Got home, couldn't get it out of the car. It was too heavy. Eventually, scratched my car, got it out. It was so heavy. It took me two hours to get it up the steps. I stopped halfway in the stairwell. <laughs> I lived on the third floor. So one and a half floors up, I stopped and I cried. Cried. Tears. It was uh, so heavy and so overwhelming that I had spent money on this thing that I couldn't get it. <laughs> and the harsh reality of realizing like you actually can't do it on your own because that's one thing is when you do leave home like you and I left home home when we were out of school so it was like a literal leaving and that moment I remember like many moments actually of realizing like well there's actually nobody here to help me but also nobody warns you about putting furniture together because even last year, when I moved into this flat, I bought a whole lot of different things. And they said, it's an extra 60 rand if you want um, us to build it for you. And I was like, no, I'm so independent. Drop it off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Never again. Never. Google, how to use a screw. <laughs> Where does the screw go? <laughs> and then I said to them, is it difficult? They're like, no, it's pretty straightforward. Then you know, I have that subconsciously in my mind. It's pretty straightforward. And I'm struggling. But it was tough. It was like A goes into C, then put the headboard next, then put A into F. I'm like, firstly, where's A? Where's A? And what is A? <laughs> so this, I think, is one thing that I've struggled with the most in my life. I think because previously I've been very afraid of confrontation. Me too. And I think one of the like big adulting moments for me was when I resigned my first job and it was terrifying I think I put the phone down and burst into tears like having to stand up for yourself against another adult especially when they're confrontational is probably one of the biggest definitions in my mind of being an adult I agree and especially when the adult is older doesn't see you really as an adult actually sees you as a younger person that they take advantage of in many ways and I think that's something the biggest lessons really about adulting that I've had to learn is from the get-go to put those boundaries in place and to be able to say no and this is what we don't get taught at school which is a topic I wanted to bring up is we don't get taught how to handle confrontational situations like this and how to say no and how to not be taken advantage of but then that again speaks to like emotional maturity so you can be an adult but you can be emotional maturity of a child exactly and i think do you agree that emotional maturity plays such a big role in adulting absolutely i think like it could even be like one of the defining definitions of maybe what being an adult is i was once having an argument with someone and we were just going back and forth and it was going nowhere so i suggested we just leave it where it is because 
I'm not going to change mind and you're not going to change my mind. It's okay to disagree. And their reply was, well, you started it. And I was like, in that moment, oh my gosh, I get it now. I'm not having a rational conversation here. And I'm like, I'm not even dealing with an adult. I think this is where it gets blurry because you can be younger and have great emotional maturity. You can be older and have great emotional maturity, but you can also be older and not have emotional maturity. And so sometimes I think people find them in a situation and I've heard and seen stories of people speak out and say, like, I am more emotionally mature than the adult who's supposed to be taking care of me. And that to me is, you know, if we look at the definition of adulting, some people are adulting in their emotional maturity and the adult that's teaching them to adult is not emotionally mature. That dog is bloody barking again. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. <laughs> I love the spicy side of myself. <laughs> I love Maybe you should get a sign. Just be like, stop your dog barking. I think I am a desperate housewife. Don't desperate housewives stand on their balcony going, shut up. Except I don't even stand up to go to my balcony. I'm like tacky about it. I take my coat like, shut up. If you could see his tail, like he has a short little stumpy Jack Russell tail. And I love Jack Russell's, but he looks at me like, okay, woman, you're having a rough adulting life. <laughs> So when we speak to our children now about what being an adult means, I think our conversations are so different with children because we're not speaking about like, so one day you're going to meet somebody and then you're going to get married. That's not the conversations we have anymore. We're speaking about, you know, what are you, what choices are you going to make? What decisions are you going to choose? What are your dreams? And I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about that. I feel like we're living in a time where, like our individuality, like first, as opposed to societal pressure of what you're supposed to have achieved at a certain age. I agree. And this this view of like every journey being so different. And almost celebrated that every and journey celebrated. is different. And yeah. the norms are being less normalized and being different is being normalized in like a different career path, different lifestyle, getting married later or not getting married at all. Like it's all super chill now so what do you think are some lessons that we should have been taught at school that we weren't taught in terms of being an adult taxes taxes how to do them and where do they go like and why someone explain this yeah and someone explain this to me please i i'm 31 and i still can't figure it out do you know one other thing i think that we as women aren't taught we aren't taught how to do breast checks that's true very true and that and the importance thereof i think also putting boundaries in place it sounds so simple and it's such an important skill to teach people and time management i mean these are all things that you need as an adult but we don't get taught that i think also what another great one would be learning to communicate properly definitely i think saying no is also really important we don't really get taught how to say no and that you don't always have to agree to everything Another big one, which is so funny, but is making friends because <laughs> <laughs> listen to Project Friends. Without back. <laughs> Nobody teaches you how to make friends, and I've had this conversation with two different people in two days. Not knowing how to make friends, I think, comes down to like one of the base also things is like learning how to get over your fears. And the fear of approaching people of what are they going to think or what am I going to do? 
that is what the thing that keeps him from actually making that step to make initial contact. And I think if we taught that to our children, how to overcome your fears, like rationalize with them, like they are assumptions, they're not real. These are just things in your mind. They don't mean anything. If we could do that from a younger age, I have no idea what we could create. I agree. So I think it's like throughout our whole discussion, we have kind of touched on several different ideas and topics, but I think we can almost boil down what being an adult means to almost four different criteria. So I think responsibility would be one, self-sufficiency would be the other, maturity, and decision-making. I agree. What I like about this criteria is it isn't age-related. Exactly. None of those things are age-related, although I suppose self-sufficiency would be age-related. So not only is our platform one where friends can connect, but one where we can grow together. This week, we'd like to challenge you to let go of your inner child and do something silly and fun. Like playing with Play-Doh or going down a slide. <laughs> and this is when you know you're an adult. The last time I went down a slide, oh no, <laughs> it was hot and the slide was metal and my pants rode up and my like fat ass, do you know when it like goes down but yes. you're kind of sticking and then it hurts? <laughs> Go down to the slide in long pants, all I can say. It's like, good, good. Mm. <laughs> and also nobody <laughs> tells you that you should tell your friend to get off a seesaw slowly. Yes. Oh my gosh. Injuries have happened. <laughs> so friends, thank you for joining us today. And please join us again next week and interact with our social media posts so we can get to know you better. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button, friends. And if you have any interesting stories to share about today's topic, please share your story with us on one of our social media platforms. We love hearing from you. And also look out for our community pods if this topic relates to you please go to the sign up form and sign up and we would love to hear what your experience is with adulting. Oh friend, I've loved chatting. Lots of love, my friend. All right, bye friend. You didn't say love you. Bye, love you lots. Love you. (laughs) Love you lots. (laughs) Damn it. You need to say (laughs) It's false, guys. It's not not authentic. (laughs) No, I truly do love you. See you, my friend. Bye.